Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to urge in the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to urge in the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. You're listening to another TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, John Jackson, in for massive Manchester United fan Andy Goldstein, who I can only imagine is still celebrating Scott McTominay's double yesterday. There's only one place we can start other than Scott McTominay, and that is by looking ahead to a huge game in the Premier League this afternoon. Arsenal welcome champions Manchester City to the Emirates, and it's a top-of-the-table clash, even though neither of them are top-of-the-table. Celebrate! Arsenal's unbeaten start to the season is over. It's not the kind of preparation Mikel Arteta wanted ahead of a reunion with Pep Guardiola. I'm looking more at what happened at, at last weekend against Wolves. Wolves two, Manchester City one. If Wolves can beat City, then Arsenal can. We know one thing for certain: is we're going to have to be at our best. We're going to have to be at our best in every department for 100 minutes, and then we have a chance. I think Arsenal are going to win this game. If Saka's not fit, I think that's huge, a huge blow. Arsenal have got it all to do. Uh, Manchester City, I think, are the favourites, even without Kevin De Bruyne and Rodgers. Maybe the best or one of the two, three best holding midfielders in the world. So it's normal that the influence in the team is so big. But uh, he's not there. We will play without him and, and that's all. It's all there for Arsenal to do. Arsenal need to win for confidence. I don't think winning or losing against Manchester City this weekend determines who wins the league. Arsenal need to win for the fans and Arsenal need to win for the title aspirations. Of course, we'll keep you regularly updated on Arsenal against Manchester City on the Sunday session with Sam Matterface on TalkSport. That's from 1.30pm this afternoon. And ahead of the game, let's hear from both managers. Also, Arsenal invincible Martin Keown, former Man City striker Paul Dickoff. But first, the main man himself, Pep Guardiola, who believes that Arsenal are now officially back to where they belong. They fought... You know, to be champion last season for nothing, they could not do it. And this season, still, they are there again and again. Yeah, Arsenal is back. They have set uh, standards that nobody else has seen in this league, ever. That's the reality. And with that level of consistency, ever, that's unquestionable. So we need to seek to be the best. And to be the best, you need to be better than them. At the Emirates, and the record Arsenal have against Man City is, is so poor... You know, this is the type of game you brought Declan Rice in for. We have to wait, but the big clubs always will be contenders in Arsenal, of course. When we played in Manchester, they were much better than us. Uh, when we played them here, uh, in many situations, many, 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 many moments, we were much better than them. But we end up giving the 
the game away. I can see it being tight, but obviously I'm going to see I can see Manchester City sneaking it. I think Arsenal are going to win this game. All the success he has is belongs absolutely to Mikel and his people in Arsenal, not Juan and me. Uh, people say, ah, oh, I was with Pep and learned a lot. I learned a lot of him. We know one thing for certain is we're going to have to be at our best. And uh, we're going to have to be at our best in every department for 100 minutes. And, um, and then we have a chance. He was the biggest rival last season. They already arrived. They will stay there for a long time. And yeah, another another game. It's seven games going in the season. It's still um, so much to play for, and, uh, and we cannot be looking at City from the beginning. Now, looking back on yesterday's Premier League action, no, you didn't hear me wrong at the start of this. Scott McTominay came off the bench. He scored twice in injury time, and Manchester United came from behind at Old Trafford to beat Brentford 2-1. It was exclusive on TalkSport 2, and here's Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag and former Arsenal title winger Perry Groves, who both think this could be a turning point for Manchester United's season. Up to the edge of the area, headed on, might break for McTominay! He's done it! Scott McTominay wins the game for Manchester United! Manchester United win it! When all hope seemed lost just minutes ago! What a comeback! Dance, not every superhero wears a cape. Come of the hour, come of the man. On the line, you don't have time to be in doubt. You have to think till the last minute. And how you can turn this. The full-time whistle goes! For once, Eric Ten Hag does not get the sinking feeling at the Theatre of Dreams. This has to be a turning point, but also yeah, it has to be a restart, a restart because we have to get into higher levels. And it's like Fergie time all over again at Old Trafford. Manchester United were absolutely useless. Booed off at half-time, Casemiro dragged for another poor performance at half-time, Mount off at 62 minutes, Rashford off at 62 minutes, not good enough. In football, it's eaten or you get eaten. And too many times in the first start of the season, we caught eaten by opponents who are more hungry. And that can't be. And it has to go away. Fernandez, Rashford, Mount, Casemiro, Amrabat, Onana, all should have been walking off that pitch with their heads down with shame, not doing a lap of honour. They've done a lap of honour like they won the Champions League at Old Trafford. <laughs> I mean, you can say it's a really bad performance and you can say this, you can say that, but they've got 12 points. They're only five points behind Man City. Has that saved Eric Ten Hag as Manchester United manager? Those games give fuel to a dressing room. They know how far they have to go. This is a very pivotal moment, I think, in not only in Manchester United's season, but I think maybe in Eric Ten Hag's career as Manchester United manager. Another shot! I want to have a player like Scott McTominay in the squad. And Scott McTominay, he is United. He is Man United in everything. For every minute, he will fight for the bets. You need a hero. You need somebody to take responsibility, which a lot of the Manchester United players haven't this season. And that player was Scott McTominay. He's playing for the bets. He gives his life. And when you're coming on and you give this to the team, that tells a lot. It tells also a lot about this dressing room. They are together. This could actually turn the whole season around for Manchester United. Ultimately, you take the result, you move on and we move forward. Today's the start of our season. The spirit is good, that the belief is good, and so that the team is together and we have shown strong character and it can be a turning point in the season, but it's up to us. 
Elsewhere, Spurs are now top of the Premier League table after a 1-0 away win at Luton Town in the early kickoff. Here's the reaction from their manager, Big Ange Postacoglu, former England striker Dean Ashton as well, and former Spurs midfielder, our very own TalkSport presenter, Jamie O'Hara. And the referee blows the full-time whistle. Postacoglu's process seems to be producing... And it's producing their best start to a season since they won the double 63 years ago. They should enjoy it, Tottenham supporters, because, you know, what they've seen today and at the start of the season is a a refreshing change. I don't think you read too much. I mean, they're not silly. They know it's October and being top of the league now doesn't really, you know, mean anything. It's a remarkable turnaround, bearing in mind the personnel changes are minimal and they've lost one of the world's best strikers. How far can Tottenham go this season? Keep going, believe in a title race. And if you're not coming into the season, the least that happens is you finish in the top four. What I love about Tottenham at the moment is the resilience that they've got to find a way of winning a game when the back's against the wall. Before, you know, we played that game last season, we would have been camped in yes. relentless pressure. We would have given away a goal in the 85th minute and we'd all be going, oh, we've got beat. I love winning, mate. It's all I've done my whole career. It gets dismissed because of where I've done it, but I love winning. So that's... The football we try and play is not exclusive of us trying to be successful. There's no reason tomorrow Arsenal beat Man City. Man City. Yeah. You're in the lead by two points still. January comes, go out and buy another left winger, another striker. I don't think we can win the league, Gabs. Like, do I think we can win the title? No. But you're that's right. The way to speak. That's the way to speak. You've got to say, let's fan. go for it. Yeah. And if we finish third or fourth or second, then you say, great season. Great season. Go again. You know, it's not like... They're sitting in there thinking we've achieved anything. We haven't achieved anything. All we've, we've done is laid some really good foundation, but our goals and ambitions lay in the improvement. You know, can we play better? Can we become a better team? If we do that, then you know we'll see where that takes us. With the handbrake off and freedom restored, and some resilience instilled, some of these Spurs players are starting to remind everyone of exactly how good they are. It's uh, another area that they can build upon another building block as part of their their character building I think within the squad and what Ange Postacoglu wants yes they messed up against Fulham in the Carabao Cup but there's no reason why this team can't go and win the FA Cup you know I really think they do under this manager you know you don't always get it you don't always get it immediately but we're playing the football we want to be a team that, that plays football that wins games of football that's our goal that's our ambition that's what I do they now are top for the first time since August last year the big question now is how long can they stay there? Luton Town nil, Tottenham Hotspur 1. Meanwhile, in Saturday's other Premier League action, Chelsea made it three wins in a row in all competitions after they came from behind to beat Burnley 4-1 and Everton got their first win at home this season with a 3-0 thrashing of Bournemouth. Here's the fallout to both of those games. Full-time Burnley 1, Chelsea 4. The Sterling show at Turf Moor as Chelsea secured back-to-back Premier League wins. With time, we are going to to be in the position that uh, we, we want to be. Do you know what? We've not played badly this season. The results have not given us the performances I felt we deserved. Today, we're ruthless. But it's, if we play like against Arsenal first half, we won't win. Always in football, it's about performance. And 
If we want to be consistent and fight for big things, is we need to be consistent every single game. These next two weeks, right? We've got oh, we've got a big, we've got a busy schedule. We're playing against some big dogs coming up. We've got we've got Arsenal, we've got Spurs, we've got City, we've got Newcastle. We're a different proposition than we were four weeks ago. Maybe Chelsea are finally coming to life. Eight games into the Premier League season, and they've secured the last two back-to-back wins. The team was good. The performance was was fantastic. I think they deserve the whole credit. So happy for them and go to the international break uh, with a different feeling than the last month. Burnley have now conceded 20. They've lost all five at home and it's becoming increasingly clear the size of the Claret survival task that lies ahead. It goes to show what this league is about. You know, you play, you play well one half, it's not enough. We can't play like we did in the, in the Championship, in the Prem, because we'll just get found out. It's getting worse every single match. Every time I watch us, we're poor against Luton. And we got away with one. I wish I could say, like, um, with a magic wonder, if you like, you can just solve everything. But it's just a lot of work on the training ground and, and, and just getting the basics right. And we have to work on it. Sean Dyche will certainly be a happier man this evening. But as for Andre Iriola, the worries continue for him. Bournemouth remain winless. The signs have been there all season. It's not a sign of just in training. You know, the very first game of the season, we dominated proceedings, dominated chances, didn't win. The signs have been there. We've won three out of four now. Look, I don't think you're going to go down this season. Impossible seen, with them I'm, three. But... I've seen the teams below you. you know, plus Bournemouth, I, I just don't think you will go down. So I think it might be better signs for Everton. The pleasing thing for me is the, the calmness of the players to take the game on again. You know, question marks start getting had when you create so many chances, you don't score. So it's pleased to stay calm, deliver another very good performance. There is loads of work to be done here. Bigger picture work and smaller picture work. But it's signs. It keeps, you know, there's more signs. There's more energy to it when you're winning games and everyone believes just that little bit more. You've got to worry for Bournemouth on this display. They were outbattled. They weren't physically as good as Everton. They weren't technically as good or tactically either. You let Gary O'Neill go. You know, he's getting results against Manchester City at Wolves. I know Wolves are still going to struggle, but... Was it really a great move? It, it was strange because what were they looking for, the Bournemouth owners? Where were they thinking that getting rid of Gary O'Neill and a new manager was going to get them in the table? As it stands, you just got to hope we can finish above Burnley, Sheffield United and, and Luton because they're struggling as well. There's no other way to, to turn this situation. Most of the players have the experience from past season, so we have to continue working. On to Formula One now, and Max Verstappen has won a third consecutive World Championship title during the sprint race at the Qatar Grand Prix. Rounding up all the details is Talk Sports Formula One correspondent Fern Buckley. It was never a question of if, but rather when Max Verstappen would clinch his third World Championship. And after 13 race wins, a complete domination of the season so far, he secured it without actually having to race the Qatar Grand Prix. It was all confirmed when his Red Bull teammate Sergio Perez crashed out of lap 11 of Saturday's sprint race. Verstappen had finished in second behind Oscar Piastri and the points aligned, so it was impossible for anyone to catch up with him. And with that, Verstappen is the first driver to clinch a title in a sprint event the short form race introduced into formula one back in 2021 and does so on a saturday with six grand prix in the season left to go and the champ starts on pole at the qatar grand prix sunday at 5 p.m we'll have all the latest on Talksport. Yeah, hold that please level five thank you ah you must be one of our new interns yeah hi nice to meet you hi now the most important thing to know is to earn the bypass or rise plug sale the most important thing is what sorry the single most important thing is to work in the channelized Bimbingus at the Bypass will Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? 
Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And we end today with another treat. It's another poem from Arsenal Invincible Ray Parler ahead of the big game against Manchester City at the Emirates. Two gladiators do battle, the Gunners and Man City. I tried to rhyme something here, but I'm just not that witty. That's Very unbelievable, good. isn't That's it? Good. The champions were without Rodri and De Bruyne. There'll be no blue moon, we're going to destroy you. Pep must think that there's nobody better, but he created a monster in our own Arteta. It's a race against time for a young whippersnapper. God bless your thigh, ankles and hamstring, my dear Saka. Yeah. Could the treble winners crumble? Is possible, maybe. They've not seen our new general, our own rice, rice baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Oh, that is beautiful. So come forward, young Harland, you big giant Viking. We're going to give you one hell of a hiding. So that's it for another TalkSport Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening on the TalkSport app or whichever podcast app you choose to use. Make sure whichever one you've got, you hit subscribe or follow. There'll be another one of these TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning. Until then, thanks for listening to the TalkSport Daily. I'm going to go and see if I can find Andy Goldstein. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Meet 2024's most anticipated robot vacuum, Eufy X10 Pro Omni. With powerful 8,000 PA suction and MopMaster's dual mop pads, it keeps your floor sparkling clean. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards, and Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.